Stacy and Devin. The internet tells us that we're a health and wellness podcast, but you won't find any professional advice here. <laughs> That's right. We are just here to share our journey so that hopefully our failures make you feel better about yours. Uh, Devin, is there a category for just relatable podcasts? I don't know. Probably. Let's be that. <laughs> Sounds good. Hey, how, how, how the hell are you? Well, I'm doing pretty good. How about good. you, Devin? Excellent. Um, I'm, I could, I could be a little bit better. Sleep, oh. sleep would be nice. If you had some sleep, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got like two major things going on. The first, of course, is that I, is sleeping is not happening. Okay, three things going on. The first, <laughs> the first is that sleep is not happening because uh-huh. I, I don't know if it's a reaction to the medication or, or general anxiety or what is going on, but Kes is not sleeping again. Mm. Um, and so that is a a pain point for me mm-hmm. um yeah uh so because i don't really get to sleep much i mean i get to sleep more than kes does because what happens is that eventually i give up trying to put them back to sleep and then i'm like hey you know what <laughs> you, you just read a book or play on the yeah. screen or whatever i'm gonna sleep yeah. for a couple hours um You're so i own, do buddy i do get some sleep but um, it's not great sleep and it's not as much as I should be getting. And mm-hmm. as we discussed on one of the more recent episodes, sleep is something that I have come to really, it yeah. means a lot to me. So yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like you have a newborn again. Yeah. And it's, I struggle whenever I don't have it. So there, mm-hmm. there's that. Um, so that's the first thing. The second thing is that I'm pretty sure that I am coming up on, um, the beginning of my menstrual cycle pretty uh, soon. Uh-huh. Um, I have some of the telltale signs and um, it's interesting related to the topic that we'll talk about later. Yeah. But, um, you know, I've been kind of pay, been paying more attention to my energy levels and how they, you know, like what happens at certain times of the, the month. Mm-hmm. And definitely right before my period, I'm just like, yeah so it's like that plus not sleeping has just made me a puddle of goo which is (laughs) not very helpful for anybody i'm a potato (laughs) um so i'm yeah brain fog is happening 500 percent right now Mm -hmm. um but so that is that's that's happening too but the other thing is that um for some reason, I feel very in tune with the season change more okay. than normal. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, it's like every day I'm just looking at the sun and it looks like it's like far away. Like, <laughs> it just looks further and further away. I mean, what? I know that it's more about the tilt than it is the sun actually being physically further away. But mm-hmm. um but it just looks like the light, the light is so different right around the time of the solstice. Um, it just, it shines on things different and it's, you know, it's not as, it's not as vivid, it's not as bright. The light that you get is, is just muted mm-hmm. in this way that it, it just seems like, it feels like it's cloudy even when it's not cloudy type of thing. Um, and it's just... I don't know. I'm sad. <laughs> I'm yeah. having like seasonal depression because it's just like cold and dark. And I don't know. I just want to hibernate. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so anyway. That's, Could it be um, also, I mean, uh, 
I mean, probably not, but let me just ask because okay. I recently had this happen. But um, is, did you get different glasses? And the reason I ask that is because, um, so I have a film on my glasses that when I take the, like, it makes everything kind of look yellow and I didn't realize it until I took them off. Like I'd had them for uh, a while and I took yeah. them off and I was like, holy crap, like it looks completely different. And then I put them back on and then everything is like from the 70s. You know, oh, wow. it's like, it looks like it's like in that, um, oh shoot, what is it <laughs> That's called? the sound you of me moving my glasses up and down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, they had a bunch of pictures that were in, um, oh shoot, what's it called? It's like a reddish, orangish tone that they did for a while. Sepia? Um, yeah, sepia. sepia. Okay. It looks like everything's yeah. in sepia, basically. <laughs> oh my god! And it's just Your the tint sepia on my tinted glasses. glasses. Yeah, it's that's, terrible. That's I, a sad state of affairs, dude. It really is. <laughs> it really is. So um, um, no, that's I a have not. Question. I need. I need new glasses, but I do not have new glasses. Okay. Okay. Um, no, it's. I mean, it really is like the. You know. I think um, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, like, the sun. You know, it, it. There are certain places where it rises and sets. Um, every day and that moves, you know, mm-hmm. as, yeah. the, as the season changes and it's just like, if it's like right above my head and there's no clouds, like obviously it's still sun, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, it's not like bright sun, like the, like, um, summertime, but you know, mm-hmm. you're, you've got to squint like you, you, whatever. Yeah. But especially like in the mornings and in the afternoons when I'm driving, um, it's like hanging, you know, close to the horizon and, it's just, it just seems like it's, it's like so far away and not oh, giving no. any light at all. Um, yeah. I don't know. It, I tried to explain this to Thomas and he, um, I think, thought I was sort of a little crazy. So <laughs> it's also possible that I am, um, you know, uh, whatever, putting my emotions on mm-hmm. something. You um, are a writer. Let's yeah. Let's be clear. So instead of, you know, the so, environment yeah. shaping me, I'm shaping the environment with yeah. my, uh, my perspective. But anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, what, well, what I mean is, you know, because writers obviously have this different, because they have like this, they have to describe the situation, right? Cause yes. Was like, yeah. Yeah. The sun was shining. That's not a very good story. <laughs> but this, the glimmer of the rays were shining through the star, you know, whatever. Yeah. You know, that's a different perspective. The sun so. was trying to reach me from. Yes. Yes. <laughs> See? Two different things. From Sorry. its cold uh, prison. Exile in the mountains. Yes. <laughs> See? Uh, so, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. There we go. That's obviously yeah. what it is. Mm-hmm. But t- true to the season, I am drinking some edno- eggnog with yeah. some um, old granddad mixed okay. in. Yeah. So some Weigel's eggnog mm-hmm. old granddad. That has been my um, my go-to drink so far. Nice. Um, well, I, ever since I got the, you know, half a gallon of Weigel's eggnog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it won't last much longer, but no. uh, I do love it. It does make me feel good. I... I um, it's cozy. I drank it and listened to some music and like wrapped all the presents the other night mm-hmm. and that was really nice. So cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. What? Why are you apologizing? Okay. I was, I was just sitting here thinking, um, do I have Christmas wrapping paper? I was just <laughs> I was just You made oh. me realize I might not have any wrapping paper. Um, I got some sorry. really gay looking wrapping paper, so it was great. <laughs> 
just rainbows and yeah just rainbows and with like um (laughs) no but it probably should have um it's got uh like snowflakes and stuff so it's Christmassy, but it's just very very rainbowy yeah no i'm gonna send this to you so you can see what i'm looking at what made me laugh um kes had come in here a couple of days ago and wanted to paint and so had painted this blob and i was like i don't know what that's weird but i was just like okay and i guess some point today maybe they came in here and then wrote on it <laughs> i don't know I what this was was lol yay question yay mark? it looks like a tombstone I, yeah maybe I it looks like know. a tombstone and they were just like oh okay all right so well you know this is my life yes yes i think that should be show art but because um, <laughs> that is that is funny <laughs> what uh how what are you drinking i already asked how you were what are you drinking <laughs> no, that's okay um i am actually drinking some french wine french um, fancy yeah. fancy yes yes it is a and actually the bottle although there is some english on it it is also some french still on it um the um in the and the um translation i think is a little rough but it does say uh it's oh it's a rosé so it just is called rn13 um but it says vendee grand table and it says raisin naturel des 13 lunes which i speak zero french so i have no idea but i'm assuming raisin and grapes uh it's the same but it's a certified architecture biologic which I'm guessing like some sort of biological because the description says this is a fresh, pleasant, and aromatic wine made from organically grown grapes and respectful of biodiversity. It is the result of a careful of careful choices and practices. A <laughs> okay. nose fine and fruity, supple and fresh in mouth. <laughs> this uh, <laughs> the, the description just is just a little off. Just a little. Uh, I love the fact that this is the wine that makes good choices. Yes, yes. <laughs> it, is, it is a result of careful choices and practices. Yes. Um, so this was from a, um, I got this from work. A vendor brought it with some pasta and uh, the they brought me French wine. So I was like, Nice. Cool. Yeah. Um, so that was nice, but that's the uh, benefit yeah. of working for a food service company. You get yes, like yes, fancy, fancy food, fancy wine. Yes, and the cool thing is, um, which I don't know if this is common or not, but the bottle is. Have you ever been to a restaurant that brings you a bottle of water to the table so that you can refill your glasses, and it has like the old style pop top where it has the little yes. metal, yeah, yep, so, yep, yep. Yeah, it's like that, which I have never oh, well. seen a wine bottle with that. And so, I have had fancy sparkling lemonade with that on top of it. Oh. Well. So, uh, yeah. and I feel like that sparkling lemonade was French. So maybe it is okay. a French, French thing. thing. Yeah. It's a French thing. Yeah. Maybe they reused the bottles too. Cause, That's um, possible. Yeah. I was so, like, oh yeah, thanks thanks for the wine. And Well, that would be part then, of the good choice. <laughs> the good choice. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. And they were like, yeah, the bottle will make a great uh, table water thing. And I was like, cool. (laughs) Yeah, I'll definitely keep it. You know, any other wine bottle I just throw away. But not this one. No, not this one. Yeah. 
So I don't Fun. know why it's called RN13. That's not a vi- very exciting name, but uh, yeah. Well, but I mean, yeah. you know, sometimes you have to have a, a boring name. If you're, yeah, that's true. If you're truly true. Yeah. fascinating at yeah. heart. Yes, yes. That's right. You don't need an exciting name if you're exciting in per- person. Exactly. Purpose, in body, in spirit. <laughs> Thomas is walking the dogs outside with the flashlight. Oh, okay. He like, shines the flashlight there? at my at my head. I was like, uh, oh, hello. Oh, well, are we ready to dive in to our topic? Uh, I think so. All right. So today we are going to finally tackle the topic of menopause. Yes. It is quite the uh, shift from our last episode where we're like, oh, here's your planners for your new year. And then suddenly the very serious <laughs> topic of menopause out of nowhere, out of left field. Yes. Here comes. Well, to be fair, this women. has been something we've been thinking about talking about. Thinking about yes. talking about thinking about talking about for yes. quite some time. Like I want to say, like maybe over a year or so. Yeah, um, it's been quite a while. Just because it's been, it is, it is a topic that is very near and dear to my heart, um, mm-hmm. and has been for a couple of years now. So, um, so yeah. So I thought that was I I, I was excited to do this. Um, you had an opportunity for us to kind of attend a, a, a recording of a private virtual panel yep. about this. Uh-huh. Um, so we can't share the link, but we can talk about uh, some, of the, some of the information that was discussed in the panel. And yes. I appreciate that you're able to, to, to include me in that. And mm-hmm. yeah, so. Yeah, it's very informative. Uh, uh, yeah. So I figured maybe we go through some of the things that they said, and then we could talk about our own like personal concern, or we could just, you know, we can wing it. Yeah. Okay. That sounds good. But I would say the first thing that I learned was that there is even such a thing called World Menopause Day. Yeah. I don't know is, how long that's been going on. Uh, well, let me see what this says here. Well, um, actually, let's make sure it's in the States. Be- well, I guess it's World. Yeah, it's World. Uh, so it's yeah. 18th of October. Um, When did it happen? Where is there like a Wikipedia on this? Yeah, because I should say that the people that put this on were from Canada, I think, or either Britain, Great Britain. Great Britain, I think, yeah. yeah. So I don't know if it's as common in the States, but uh, either way, it should be. Right. No, I agree. Um, No idea when this started, but it is a thing. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, That is referenced in, in in a few different places, so I don't think it's just someone made it up. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Um, So, yeah, and I thought what was interesting about this in particular is that, I mean, I've definitely heard a lot about menopause and, um, you know, heard various things or read various things or whatever, but I still learned new things on this panel because I think that not a lot of people talk about menopause um, other than outside of, you know, uh, like... A, a older parent, like parent or grandparent, may say, "I'm in menopause," or "I'm glad I'm done with menopause," or whatever. Right. But they don't actually talk about their experience, and so what you normally yeah. see is very like surface level or educational type stuff. So it was interesting to hear about like personal experiences, and I think that's something that should be shared more. 
Absolutely. I mean, my mom had a full hysterectomy when she was in her 20s. Um, And so I know that she, like, well, I think she still had her ovaries. So maybe that's why Mm -hmm. um, it took her a while. But, like, I know she told me that she started having hot flashes. um, And I know that she had a surgery that she basically had to, like, put some type of mesh in to, like, hold Mm. up stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> so that okay. yeah. um well your uh, uterus can drop right well but she didn't have a uterus oh that's so, right yeah um but was it was like else? something to be like i think it was specifically for the bladder maybe oh maybe that's um, it that's what i was thinking your bladder can drop right and then um but i don't know any like my mom was so o- overshared so much stuff but when it came to this stuff Mm-hmm. Um, she really didn't. And so I huh. am kind of flying blind because by the time I came around, my grandmother was way done with it. Yeah. Um, and you know, I just remember thinking my mom like had, well, my mom was always kind of nuts, but there was like a specific period of time where my mom, I thought might be like hallucinating things. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. and I, I had just assumed that maybe <laughs> she was going through menopause during that yeah. period of time. Oh, okay. Um, because she just had very, she was just a little bit more unhinged than usual. Okay. Um, and it, yeah, moody, moody. Yeah. 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 And just like, you know, for her that ended up showing as, as, as a little bit like obsessively paranoid about certain situations, but we, okay. that's neither here nor there. Um, okay. But yeah, yeah. But she didn't talk about, you know like how it made her feel or anything like that no my yeah my mom said zero and uh i think maybe the only thing i ever heard was about a hot flash you know because she'd be like oh gosh i'm sweating i'm hot i'm having a hot flash but that's the only thing yeah and exactly um, i guess also we should kind of explain that so there are kind of two stages. There's menopause and there's perimenopause, which is yes. kind of leading into, like your body is kind of starting the phase, but it's not instant. And um, perimenopause can happen early to mid 40s. And then menopause is late 40s, early 50s. Um, right. Kind of around that time frame. So just kind of to give a time frame for them. Right, right. But, um, oh, well, I don't know if we want to jump into this. So yeah, you go ahead. Well, I was going to say, and uh, just from my own personal experience, I feel like I have been going through perimenopause mm-hmm. for a couple of years now, um, which, you know, I, when I first looked that up, it's really interesting the way these things happen, because when I first looked it up, everyone, everything I saw was like, you know, oh, well, this isn't something that hits you until you're older. And now right. it's like, oh, actually, no, it's, this is the right time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Right for, you know, perimenopause. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, yeah. Anyway. So what were you going to say? Oh, well, um, well, I do think that to your point about, uh, your current age and kind of phase, um, I think that when we watched this panel, I think there was five women. Mm-hmm. One was mm-hmm. a nurse. Well, she talked about a little bit too. So yeah, there was still five, yeah, five uh, women were on there. And most of them mentioned beginning perimenopause around, you know, like say like 45 to 48, but there was one of them that started around 42 or 43. So you would right. 100% be right there um, 
in that time frame. But the hard part about menopause is that it's a, they called it a diagnosis of exclusion because you actually, there, you know, the symptoms can be symptoms of a lot of things. So you're supposed to try to kind of, uh, um, kind of disqualify other things. So make sure you're not yeah. pregnant because that's happened <laughs> where people right. have missed a period and been like, oh, I'm in menopause. I missed a period. And oh no, they were just late <laughs> yes, pregnant, yeah. you know? <laughs> yep, yep. But um, thyroid conditions yes. can have similar symptoms. Um, cancer in the uterus can have, mm-hmm. or I guess around those, any of those parts. Um, and so that's why they said it's very important to advocate for yourself because um, if a doctor just kind of dismisses you, you should either keep pressing or maybe get a second opinion um, right. because of it. It's not clear cut. It's not, oh, yeah, let me just run this test. Yep, you're in, uh, you know, menopause. It's not quite so clear cut. Right. Yeah. No, absolutely. And especially one of the things I've run into, my doctors are like, eh. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they do tests and they, you know, look at um, what they call the fish levels, which is the follicle something something (laughs) it's fsh it's fsh um and it's like the um the chemical or the hormone or whatever Mm -hmm. (laughs) thing that uh tells you tells you follicle follicle stimulating hormone there we go thank you you're welcome it's like, hey, I got an egg. Come on, egg. Let's yep. put you where you need to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and what happens is that kind of, depending on where you are in your cycle, if you're still ovulating, your uh, your levels go kind of up and down, up and down, and within a pretty normal place. When mm-hmm. you start to actually hit menopause, menopause, um, that goes up because basically you're you're like way up. And kind of goes yeah. through the roof because the your here. follicles are trying to like find those eggs and the eggs, eggs ain't there no more. <laughs> right, like, right, yeah. They're, they're just like, no, really, I need an egg, I need an egg. And it's like, nope, nope, you know. Yeah. Um, so that's one way that they can tell that you're in menopause because those, those hormones go way up. Okay. Um, but if you're not in menopause proper, those levels aren't going to do shit <laughs> because right, right. they're, they're going to be wherever, wherever they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and your, your estrogen and your progesterone and all that goes up and down throughout your cycle based on, you know, where you're going and what you're doing. And so there's like, there's no way, as long as you're still menstruating, there's no way to really tell um, through that panel just that panel itself, like the blood panel they usually do, that anything's happening. So mm-hmm. they really have to, like you said, do look at other possible things that could be going wrong, um, which to be fair, I guess, is what my doctor was kind of doing because he did say that now that I mm-hmm. think back on it. Um, okay, okay. You know, make sure that there's mm-hmm. not other problems happening. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, be like, okay, well, <laughs> everything looks fine, so obviously this is what's going on with you. Yeah. Um, anyway, but my, Uh, go ahead. No, no, you can go ahead. No, I was going to say, it's, it's really crazy to think about, um, my mom and, you know, when, and, and (laughs) when and where she may have been experiencing menopausal symptoms because Mm -hmm. she, um, 
you know, she was only 55 when she passed away. And so she, I mean, she didn't have a period for a very long time because she had no uterus, but Mm -hmm. I don't think she really hit menopause until she was older, but I don't know exactly when, and I don't know if she was done, you know? Right. Yeah. There's just, who knows? Who knows? No one talks about it. Nobody talks about it. Nobody talks about it. Yeah. So, but things like this, like part of the reason for them having this type of panel was to, you know, promote the idea that we should talk about it, especially like, you know, in public or in workplace environments or um, with your friends, like this needs to be something that is discussed. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I think what I'd like to do now Mm -hmm. is kind of talk about some of the symptoms so people Mm -hmm. can kind Mm -hmm. of identify if they think they might be approaching perimenopause at least sure we could talk about the risk and then we could talk about treatment options okay all right sounds good okay so i'm just gonna rattle off a huge list because this i mean i just kept writing down things that were (laughs) that they were saying so it's a huge list this would be Um, great because i didn't because i was just like i I just kept saying etc etc because it's like all this shit that's happened to me yep yep, (laughs) okay yeah you were just like yes check so you just kept putting check marks instead yeah pretty much exactly okay well, um, I do think, it, I mean, it starts with irregular periods. And so right. basically when you can kind of, when when you can say, okay, I'm officially in menopause is when your, your periods start to be irregular and then you will not have a period for one year. And when right. you hit that one year mark, that is when you actually cross over into menopause. Congratulations, and, you're in menopause. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> And um, one thing they brought up, too, um, was that if you happen to not have one for a really long time, sometimes they will, you know, pop up, you'll go a few months and then they'll still you'll still have one. But like, let's say you go 11 months and then you have a period, uh, you might definitely want to check in with your doctor because there could other be there could be other symptoms or other things wrong that was causing the delay in the period. So right, exactly. Um, so although irregular periods is a sign of this, it's also a sign of other things. So they, right. they made that very clear. But And um, I would also like to add in there, they didn't talk about this, but I feel mm-hmm. like just from my own experience and research that I've done, that this is something that also happens, is irregular periods do not necessarily mean that you skip periods every once in a while. Irregular periods can mean that you have like super heavier periods oh, than you yeah. used to, or mm-hmm. that your period lasts two or three weeks for some ungodly reason um sometimes not all the time but sometimes yeah um you know so like regular periods can mean other things too yes yes okay not just you skip one right yeah okay that makes sense yeah but the marker for menopause is that you skip it for a year right exactly yes officially menopause it's gone you know yeah for a year okay so okay so irregular periods insomnia um yep bra- yeah. <laughs> um weight gain happens during this time uh-huh. uh, yeah. <laughs> um one that that was unexpected but happens is brain fog and like the you lose yeah. the ability to multitask yes uh hot flashes which is the common one that everyone talks about um night sweats and this isn't just oh i'm hot let me stick my foot out from underneath the cover. no this is like drenching in sweat yes yep and you have to yep. like change your sheets because they are soaked yeah or you wake is- up and you're just like your entire your shirt is completely damp and sticking yeah. to you and you're like right. god this is so gross <laughs> yeah right yeah i stink so bad yeah um, oh no 
Yeah, my kids actually hate it when I sleep with them because oh. a lot of times if I have a hot flash, you know, or yeah. have a night sweat, then um, they're like, oh, now I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> they they yeah. say I smell Ew. like pee, which is very great. Um, oh. Like, my bed smells like pee now, mom. Thanks. I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's not pee, but okay. Yeah. Because exactly. it does, it does have a very, I mean, and they didn't talk about this, but this is, again, maybe this is me, but mm-hmm. um, whenever I sweat, it's not just like, you know, it's, it's, a it's a, yeah, it's got a different interesting scent to it. It's not the same type of like sweat that you have when you're like running or whatever. It's like a, yeah. I don't, it's got like a weird musky kind of like, hmm. I don't know, like it's hormonal. Like hormones. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say like pheromone slash hormonal. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Interesting. So I don't know, man. This is oh. fun. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Devin Talks About Gross Bodily Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but it's, it's good to share. So people uh, know. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, okay. And then some, some of the like mental issues is also like people found themselves feeling more anxious or nervous mm-hmm. or having mood swings like you talked about. Yep. Um, and then also the dreaded chin hairs that pop up overnight. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was very proud of mine, but it has disappeared. I don't know what happened to it, but I was like, it wasn't a chin hair. It was like a, it was like a uh, mustache. It was like a mustache. Yeah. It was like a little, um, like cheek hair or whatever. Yeah. I was like, yeah, look, I'm growing a beard, but with my one little gray hair. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And then the last one I have is, um, vaginal dryness, or I guess we also found out that it's called vaginal atrophy with, because it, um, basically the walls of your vagina starts thinning and then it's less uh well i guess it's more dry and yeah less pliable less pliable yes less pliable yeah so Um, that's part of what causes the painful because painful intercourse can be a symptom too mm -hmm. um and part of that is because you've got the vaginal dryness plus the atrophy um the vaginal atrophy um because it's not you know <laughs> it's, it's done and wants to close down shop <laughs> right yeah everybody everybody's out everybody's been everybody's been in everybody's yep. been out we're done <laughs> <laughs> this train don't stop here no more <laughs> nope 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 closed for business that's right i mean that's true that is not so let me just, I'm being silly, but that is, that is not the case because most, if not, I would say all, but many, if not most, um, you know, AFABs or, uh, women who are of a certain age are very interested in yeah. having sex and sexual encounters, um, and still have a, a healthy sex drive and, you know, can't help yeah. it that your body's betraying you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Well, they yeah. make lubricant for that. That is exactly true. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. But the um, mental things are, are really hard. The brain fog and the inability to multitask and Yeah. Um uh and then the anxiety and all of that. I hadn't really put two and two together with the anxiety. I had assumed that um part of the reason why my anxiety amped up so bad and why I needed to get on medication, whereas previously I was able to control it without it, um, you know, and I, and I got on medication like two or three years ago, Mm -hmm. I guess it was right before the pandemic. So three or four years ago, Uh, we're not going to talk about how long time is. Um, (laughs) but anyway, (laughs) 
Um, part of the uh, part of what happened there was I had thought that maybe I was having like some trauma or some post-traumatic. I think we talked about it even on the show at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, like maybe some post-tra- post-traumatic disorder about my mom dying. Okay, and yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. I do remember that. Yeah. That still could be the case. I don't know. But it's interesting to think about how, you know, anxiety is something that amps up during this period of time it may have just been or Mm -hmm. you know or a contributing factor at least may have been that I was hitting the stage in my life and you know and now now there's anxiety and now there's brain fog and now there's yeah not being able to remember what I was saying or I think I'm saying something and I'm convinced I'm saying the right thing and then all of the kids in my class laugh and say you just said blah 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 and I'm Mm. like (laughs) why (laughs) yeah so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that could be exactly it. Yep. Anyway, um, yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay. So, um, the, so on, on top of all these symptoms that we have to deal with, which I think is difficult, and just from a, you know, women trying to um, make it in the business world, that's uh-huh. also difficult because yeah. now you're... You know, you're at the top of your game, you're the president somewhere, or you're whatever, and then now you're, now you're having, you're being anxious, you're nervous, you have these mood swings, you break out into a terrible sweat in the middle of a meeting, um, you have brain fog, you can't recall what you were just talking about. Like, right. it's just, man, women's got to deal with so much, you know? Right. It's very yeah. stressful. It's a very high stress situation. And, yeah. Um, and I remember when I write you know, at the end of my corporate career, I had previously always been someone who would like remember everything always, all the time. So people would Mm -hmm. come to me like for questions about things that happened 15 years ago. Like they just, I was that person. And Mm -hmm. then in the last year or so of my, um, you know, time there, I found myself being unable to recall things the way that I used to. Um, I couldn't just go back and pluck that that thing out of my mind, you know, I had to physically search for some whatever, you know, an email or uh, a document or a note that I wrote or something mm-hmm. um, because I could no longer, my my mind and my memory had become circum, circumspect, circumspect? Not circumcised. <laughs> my memory had become circumcised. <laughs> I feel like this should be a new, a new uh, use case for the word circumcise. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, uh, it's, it's perfectly. Anyway, now I forgot what I was going to say. Speaking of, that is not the right. That is not the right way I was. No, to circumspect no, no. is wary and unwilling to take risks. I have yes. no fucking idea what I was trying to say, um, and now I've even lost the train of thought. This I'm is sorry, a great example. Of brain fog in action. Yeah. yeah, right? There you go. There you go. Oh, save me, save me from like myself. Yeah. 
I think you were basically saying your memory had become, uh, maybe truncated would be the right word. Yeah, like questionable. Yeah. It is no longer, it's an unreliable yeah. narrator at this point. Yes. Okay, yes, 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 yeah. yes. Um, so, Jesus Christ. on top. Oh, sorry. What? No, I'm just mumbling to myself. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. So, on top of all these symptoms that, um, you know, they have to deal with, um, the other things is that, so when this is happening, your body is producing less estrogen, um, which you're thinking, yeah, who cares, whatever, like at this point, I'm not going to have any more children, so who cares, but there there are things that estrogen does to protect us, and mm-hmm, specifically, mm-hmm. it protects things like our heart and our colon health, and um, so when we hit perimenopause or into menopause, now suddenly our risk of heart disease or um, colon cancers or bone uh, density, also um, the so bone the osteoporosis for bones. Um, all of a sudden, where we never had to really worry about these things, these risks skyrocket because now the estrogen isn't there to protect us. So not only are there's this you're dealing with all this stuff, but now you have these uh, peripheral health concerns that you have to worry about that you've never had to worry about. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And that is something I hadn't really considered because, you know, I never think about the future. Yeah. Um, yeah. (laughs) And then I was just like, yeah. So, you know, the lack of of these important chemicals in your body (laughs) might basically make your body fall apart. I was like, yeah. Oh, well, I don't like that. (laughs) No, no, it's important. You need those things. Yeah. So um, now the good news is there Mm -hmm. are treatments or I guess there's starting to be treatments, various treatments for um, menopause or the symptoms, I should say. Right. Um, Yeah. (laughs) You can't really come back from that one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, The originally uh, people were just instantly or normal like doctors would just say oh you're in menopause we're going to treat you with hormone replacement therapy which means they try to balance out your estrogen and well they give you estrogen and progesterone 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 i don't know but um they use those two to kind of balance out the hormones in your body so that um you know your body can kind of regulate itself right Um, but but then there was a study in 2001 from a, it was a women's health study that suddenly they were like, hey, this is urgent. Not all women should be treated with hormone replacement therapy, also known as HRT, right. because it can significantly increase the risk of breast cancer and heart attacks, depending on um, your genes. And so right. this is what I was going to say earlier, but I wanted to wait till we got to the treatment phase, is that this is what happened. So I didn't even know at the time, because again, our our moms did not talk about this, but right. I did not even know that my mom was going through menopause. Um, but again, she had kind of talked about hot flashes or whatever. And right. then, so suddenly she was just like, yeah, you know, I'm going to this uh, HRT clinic or whatever. And I was like, okay, whatever, you know, you, you do you. But we didn't really talk about what it was for or anything. Well, next thing we know, my mom is diagnosed with breast cancer. And oh, wow. I, I believe 54 is when she was diagnosed and treated. So yeah. luckily she's a survivor. She's now yes. been clear for, I mean, at this point, 15 years or she's over 70 now. That's so awesome. She probably doesn't want me sharing that, but I don't think she <laughs> <to> <laughs> but, 
so yeah. So, uh, you know, she's been a survivor for a long time, but, um, and so when I go, and so at first I was worried because I was like, oh my gosh, my mom has breast cancer and that's kind of hereditary and blah, 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 blah. Right, right. Well, when I go to the doctor and they say, you know, do you have a, do you have a history of blah, blah, blah? And I say, my mom had breast cancer. And they're like, what age? And I say 54. And they're like, oh, okay. It was postmenopausal uh, breast cancer. It's fine. Oh. And like, they, they don't even really talk about it. Interesting. And, but yeah. whenever you get to that age and you're like, yes. hey, what can you do to help me out here? They're going right. to be like, well, you better not take this, this uh, H- HRT treatment because. Yeah. Um, yep. I will be oh, more shit. susceptible. Yeah. To, yeah. So okay. um, the good news, though, is is that, well, I, I don't know if it's super good news, but people do kind of try to use, there's er, herbal remedies, like St. John's right. wort, things like that that can be used. Um, there black cohosh? Black cohosh? Yeah, I couldn't, I wasn't even going to try to spell out what <laughs> she said, so I didn't even, I just said St. John's wort, I got that one. But yeah. yeah, there was some other really weird one. I will um, say that like the one person who has been who has like been my fucking menopause mentor uh, has been Thomas's crazy great aunt Brenda. Oh, okay. <laughs> she she's an awesome lady. I love her. Um, but this was like years ago because it was they came to visit before COVID, and um, I had started talking about just like feeling really tired and having you know having some some weird like just not feeling right in my body and my cycles being strange and she was like you need to get yourself some black co co wash or co hosh or whatever the hell it is yeah she was like that is what that is what you need and I was like okay um but she has just been very much like yep this is all part of it honey you're fine (laughs) yeah yeah okay all right So. so she knows yeah um but also um i think they mentioned treating the individual symptoms so like a lot of people will mm-hmm. take paxil or um i think they just said serotonin but because there's oh i guess depression is also part of yes it, i didn't even list that but so that the paxil or the serotonin can kind of help with the psychological uh, side effects and things like that. <laughs> I like the way you said that. Psychological. <laughs> psychological, yeah. Psycho, <laughs> I don't know. Um, and yeah. then they like, mentioned... Uh, I think specifically they said SSRIs, um, like Paxil. Oh, yeah. Yeah, to, yeah. Um, they're like serotonin, something, something, ep- inhibitors. <laughs> yes, yes. Receptive inhi- inhibitors. Uh, but that's yeah. what I take. So um, Lexapro is considered one of those two. Um, okay. Yeah. So I, I guess that's a good thing that I'm taking it. it yeah. I suppose that would be in a lot worse state if I didn't. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they also mentioned that some places do bio-identical custom HRT, which I wonder, well, one, that sounds expensive because they try to match <laughs> exactly. Right. Like if your estrogen levels are down 10%, they will only give you 10% to bring it back up instead of just giving you a blanket amount. But, uh, and of course there's different levels, whatever. But, mm-hmm. so it sounds expensive. But I wonder if, you know, even people that are susceptible to the breast cancer could maybe do something like that because it's very specifically tweaked. Yes. Um, so that's something to explore when I get there um, to see. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I have heard, and they did not talk about this on the panel, 
But I have heard that uh, specifically, I don't know if all birth control, but specifically the IUDs, uh, like the Mirena that has the hormones in it, um, can also reduce the symptoms. And so people with the Mirena oh, wow. can go through menopause not really realizing, they could already be into it and not realize it um, because it can reduce the symptoms that much. Gotcha. Well, because it has the hormone. Yeah, the exactly. Ho- the hormone. The hormones. Yeah, that's <laughs> good. Really weird emphasis. <laughs> it was a French emphasis. I was going along with your wife. Yes, today. that's right. That's right. Yeah, we're French today. <laughs> hormone. Hormone. Um, uh, yes, absolutely. I, that makes sense to me. And I guess if I were still taking like birth control or something, it might. And that may be part of the reason why yeah. it hit me because I did oh. take, I did have birth control for a while. Um, and then after I had my uh, tubes, uh, oh snipped, right, I stopped taking any type of of hormonal thing. Yeah. Um, and so, so maybe you could start <laughs> taking it just for like if it helps the symptoms. Yeah. Or even get an IUD. No. <laughs> no, they're fine. They're fine. They're fine. Oh. For somebody who likes to be punched in the cervix, sure. You had, you had babies up in there. They did not come out that way. <laughs> what? No. Yes. They went. They were. It goes up in there. No, they did not come. They did not come out the cervix. Well, no, that's true. They, they came yeah. out. They came out an incision in the belly. It's a very <laughs> different area. <laughs> My, it's my kind cervix of the same has, apartment has, complex. <laughs> That's the way I see it. <laughs> <laughs> Just upstairs. Not this is the loft apartment. <laughs> yes, exactly. And a fucking helicopter landing pad to get them out. They didn't have to go downstairs <laughs> to the lobby. <laughs> I love this analogy. <laughs> This is a, the the most strenuous metaphor we've ever yes. we've ever stretched out on weekly money time. Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> oh, Anyhow, goodness. it's fine. I've had two of them, and if yes. I can survive it, yeah. Ah. <laughs> Just don't watch any videos. Uh, no, no. Just go in for it. Like, Take I've some already had to and go in for it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Look, the reason why I had my tubes like snipped and burnt off was so I didn't have to worry about this shit no more. <laughs> but I don't know. It is interesting. One of the one of the people on the panel on the panel uh said that when they started taking HRT it was like putting new batteries in. And I I I will say yes. that the idea of putting in new batteries uh sounds really appealing. Um because it does definitely feel like I just have been kind of limping along on like 20% charge yeah. <laughs> for, for a while now. So it would be nice if there was something that I, like a, like a thing I could switch, but, um, is it okay if I go into the thing that I, that I discovered or was curious about with, uh, transitioning and testosterone yeah. and stuff? Yeah. 100%. Um, cause that was one of the things that I was wondering is, okay, well, I I am losing all of my estrogen and progesterone in this process, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so what happens if I was just like, okay, well, now I'm going to transition um, and I'm going to start taking testosterone instead as a re- mm-hmm. replacement as opposed to estrogen and uh, progesterone and whatever. Well, um, I was hopeful because, and I'll link this in um, 
our show notes. There are some studies happening right now Mm -hmm. that they are trying to basically decide if testosterone would be a something that they could prescribe to women. Mm -hmm. But the the way that they're doing it is like at the levels that are biologically normal in women, because Mm -hmm. obviously testosterone is part that part of what um, an AFAB person produces in their body anyway. Yeah. Um, so it would only be up to that level. Um, and which is, it's supposed to do things like help sex drive and um, help energy levels and stuff like that. So it still could be a useful thing, but it looks like they're looking at that as an additional thing. Um, like they tr- you tr- either try the estrogen and progesterone and if that doesn't work completely or if somebody okay. has a problem with it could they also also or instead take this so it's like a combination to okay see if this helps um so i mean it's, it's good information but it was not quite what i was looking for um there's just not a whole lot of people who transition when they're you know yeah yeah well, um, uh, oh wait no that's the other way i was gonna say um the jenner yeah, but he went from male to female. He didn't exactly, female. exactly. Okay, yeah. Um, what I did find was that people who take uh, testosterone generally go through menopausal symptoms as part of their transition. <laughs> and so oh, I was like, I, I don't want more. I want less no. of that. That's right. So yeah. actually, never mind. Um, <laughs> also, I'm fucking vain as hell about my hair. And the mm-hmm. fact that like uh, male pattern baldness is something <gasps> that happens if you take tea. I'm like, N- you know what? No, never mind. I'm just. No. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that would be frustrating. Yeah, I'm just going to keep my hair as long as I can. Mm-hmm, <laughs> thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just no no tea for me, I don't think. Uh, yeah. But but anyway, but that was what I found is that it's, it's um, if you're taking it, taking it at the dosage to, you know, actually transition in, in a more, ma- to be more masculine presenting, mm-hmm. you're going to, it's going to trigger menopausal symptoms so i don't know if it would make more menopausal symptoms or just you just wouldn't notice it (laughs) it'd be the same amount you know but it's i don't Mm -hmm. i doubt it would help um from what i was reading so yeah okay anyway i thought it would just help the process be faster right exactly but yeah i mean it might again there's not like specific studies that are this is me having to cobble stuff together based on you know the little bit that i'm finding um but anyway (sighs) well i think that was about all the notes that i had i don't know if there's anything that um you had in your notes that i didn't um i think i i think that pretty much hit everything and I also mentioned the the couple of things about like being concerned about the doctor not mm-hmm. listening to you um mm-hmm. and uh also wondering about you know what this what this might mean if I were to try to transition or whatever yeah. so those were things that I was going to talk about but they're they're already there um right. I did write down as a note that because uh, one, one of the people on the panel had mentioned that they were, um, they had, they had gone, gone to a female doctor and it had a really yes. good experience. And so yeah. I just like wrote down a note, maybe I need a female doctor, uh, <laughs> yeah. question mark, question mark. Um, so 
Actually, there's a trans man doctor in um, uh, Farragut. Maybe I should go to that doctor because that doctor might actually mm-hmm. have the answer to all of my questions. Yeah, that's when true. When it comes to this, this type of thing. Um, yeah. But, yeah. And I don't know. We kind of talked about this a little bit, but I don't. I actually don't know if this is more of a general practitioner visit or if it's more of a gynecologist visit yeah technically diagnoses this i don't know that is a good question i mean i've only ever brought it up with my doctor doctors because um i'm kind of living in a state of like uh you know just the basics when it comes to Uh, gynecological help right now Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I did not like the gynecologist I had probably about eight or nine years ago. Um, And I went to, started going to Planned Parenthood and loved it so much just because they're super gender affirming. I feel very comfortable talking with them about, um, you know, my, my crazy life practices and all of that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it feels really good to go there but, you know, it's not like they're doing a full, I mean, I say that, maybe they would if I asked them. Um, yeah. You know, I don't think that they're helping menopause, it's Planned Parenthood. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like, it's yeah. focusing on a very specific stage in your life. Like, once you, get, once you get past the point where you could or could not be a parent, like. <laughs> yes, yes. Maybe it's, it's you're no longer under that umbrella. I don't know. Um but I just need to find, I just need to find a good doctor probably. I mean, I like the doctor. I did go to a new doctor um, and I did like him, but, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, like I said, maybe I'm just being sensitive because in hindsight, he might've said, we need to rule things out. And that might've been what he was talking about. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Um, mm-hmm. But God damn it. I just want to not be so tired all the time. Yeah. Maybe you if I got more solution. than three hours of sleep that'll help and yeah that could you know you know um i could send you if you're open you know i loved 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 my gynecologist when i was in knoxville um, okay so i could send you she's with the fort sanders group um there downtown uh okay but uh i could send you her name because i loved sure. her yeah sure well, I mean, Fort Sanders is where I had all of my children. Oh, well, there you go. Perfect. <laughs> so, so there you go. I actually did have one right after um, Kai was born. I don't know why I didn't keep her. Now I don't remember. I think maybe because I only could see, I never could see her. I could only see the nurse, nurse practitioners. I didn't like them as well. Anyway, oh, okay. please do send me. Please do send me. <laughs> okay. We'll do. Okay. All right. Well, I will. Uh, I will end this conversation by saying that you know, if you need to cool off, you should go into any walk-in cooler. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah, just be like, oh, the liquor store. You know how the liquor stores usually have that little side oh, cooler where they sell. That would be perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would just, be perfect. Yeah, you're like, oh, I'm having a heat flash or hot flash. And uh, go in and grab me some alcohol, which is probably what you need about that time. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. That's absolutely true. Um, but yeah, to go back to where we started our uh, our conversation, I, uh, I I feel like part of my problem right now is that my, my hormonal levels have just all crashed in, mm-hmm. you know, preparation for the menses, 
and yeah um, the mincies <laughs> and my body's just like fuck this oh, yeah yeah all i need to do is sleep which makes like i've had this this happen for a while like even when i was still working at pilot where mm-hmm. there would just be days where all i needed like all i could do would just go home and go to sleep like i could not yeah i literally could not do anything else for like 24 to 48 hours i was just yeah. toast and so i wonder if i were to you know do something like useful and chart this on a on a planner or something <laughs> And maybe I would be able to see some patterns. I don't know. Uh, yeah, you could get an you could get a aura ring. Huh? <laughs> yeah. I, think I am not that. putting anything else in my vajayjay. No, 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 no. This goes on <laughs> your finger. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> and it kind of looks masculine. If that helps. Uh, I mean, uh, sure. <laughs> it's basically it gives you all your stats, you know, and oh, it even has a uh, stress level reader now okay but is it going to tell me when my heart rate is high because that is i have taken off all my watches because i don't want to know i do not want to know when my heart rate is high nobody tell me i I don't want to (laughs) know well it won't tell you so it doesn't have a screen on it like okay you can't so it you can only see the data when you choose to look at the data it's not going to give me an a um nope okay a notification Yes. That's what you're going to say. Yeah. 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 I just love that you just cut me off. You're like, nope. It won't. Nope. nope it, won't give, nope. It, won't, it won't give you shit. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I mean, you can uh, turn off notifications. Oh my gosh. That's funny. Mm. Um, I don't even know. I'm assuming it reads heart rate, but yeah. Okay. I will take a look at this. All right. I <laughs> need to know one more thing before you leave. Okay. We have, we have failed to talk about your fancy ass bird feeder. Oh, yeah. That's true. Well, I think we can talk about it next week. I was going to talk about it this week, but now I think, because I want to put the show art. So, oh, okay. Um, but I like uh, Kessa's art. So we'll talk about it <laughs> next week. Okay. All right. Table <laughs> it. Table it. I definitely want to yep. hear more about it. Okay. All right. I will talk about it next week and pictures will be included. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. I love you. I love you. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. A Hoots Media Production. Hoot, 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 ho